The boulder was so high that I had to take off my beach shoes so as not to slip while I climbed. It was more comfortable that way. With their rusty buckles and translucent plastic straps, these jelly shoes, or jellyfish sandals as we call them in French, hurt my feet even more than their undersea namesakes, and they slowed me down with each step I took in the water. I preferred to take my chances on the jagged rock edges, even if that meant spending the rest of the holiday with my ankles covered in water-resistant Disney character plasters. I was determined to reach the top of the rock. This promontory stood at the end of the sandy beach, where grown-ups drowsed behind their books. On the near side of it, the merciless summer workbook awaited me. Beyond it stretched the wild coastline. From the summit you could survey the entire small cove, the tide pools and channels running between the rocks. The sea swelled in and ebbed out like a slow respiration, and when it breathed in, the water was so smooth you could hardly see, through its crystal-clear depths, all that hid beneath the surface. This was the perfect moment to observe the creatures who live under the sea. I loved seeking out those creatures, waiting for the sea to inhale so I could spot them, trying to catch them in my net. All of them fascinated me. Green crabs with seaweed wigs, translucent shrimps, periwinkles blowing streams of bubbles, and even the scarlet sea anemones. I didn't dare touch because grown-ups warned me that they stung. The only creatures I wanted to avoid at all costs were the fish that lived far from the rocks, out in the open water where my feet wouldn't touch the bottom. Those fish scared me. My parents would sometimes bring them home from the market, and their big round eyes frightened me, as did those two slits just behind their heads, which made them look like decapitated beasts. For fear of those fish, I never dared venture beyond the world of tide pools and shore rocks. The free blue water that I glimpsed further out awakened in me a profound terror. From the height of that rock, as the sea inhaled, I glimpsed something glittering at the edge of the waves, a gleam that riveted my gaze. Perhaps it was a tiny treasure, a piece of pearly seashell, or some lost object. I had to go and see. Cautiously edging my way down the jagged rocks, I approached the flash of light. And in that moment, I met my first sardine. I didn't know then that it was a sardine, nor how rare it was to encounter one so close to shore. Normally sardines live in the open water. This one had probably lost its way, perhaps fleeing a tuna, also a rare occurrence because back then there weren't many tuna left in the Mediterranean Sea. Have you ever seen a live sardine? Few people know just how lovely a live sardine is. This one was shining and silvery, with an electric blue line like a garland along its back. On its flanks was a broad streak, glowing and golden. It was at once resplendent and fragile, like one of those tin-plated collectible toys that so tempted me when I saw them in shops, but which I was forbidden to touch except with my eyes. 
By the way it rolled on its side, tormented by the waves, I could tell this sardine was not in great shape. It didn't even seem bothered by my presence. Whereas normally even the smallest shrimp would scurry off at the mere vibrations my feet sent through the water. Carefully I collected the sardine in my net, then gazed in disbelief at this remarkable gift from the sea as it writhed in the water of my plastic bucket. The sardine stared up at me with its black and white eye. It seemed to be trying to tell me something. I sensed that its silence contained secrets it wanted to confide in me about its life in the deep blue sea, about its strange daily routine as a sardine. Its existence, the way it perceived the universe, intrigued me. I wondered what landscapes it moved through, what creatures it swam alongside, and whether it conversed on occasion with other sardines. All at once, the deep ocean ceased to frighten me. I felt attracted to the silent secrets of the sea.